Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Escaping Carcosa Offline. I'm Michaela, your keeper for this Call of Cthulhu 70 setting. I use she, her pronouns, and we will go around and introduce everyone. We'll start with Tenzin. Hi, I'm Tenzin, and uh, I guess you know me pretty well by now. Uh, if you're all the way up to this 10th uh, episode, welcome. It's going to get even better and sexier as we move along. And I play Mauve, your favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence. Let's watch this current sexy Mauve? peeks at Guy Jury in a towel. So it's. <laughs> It's, 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 there's, there's a lot of room for it to, to, to improve. It's only up, up from here. You can, you can keep going. <laughs> and speaking of Guy, Jack, if you would like to jump in and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jack. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack True. That's uh, J-A-K underscore True, all lowercase. And I will be playing the character of Guy Jury, who is a private investigator slash occult investigator, or at least that's what he calls himself. And we both use the pronouns he, him. And Fathermel. Hi, my name is Fathomo. My pronouns are she or hers. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Fathomo. So F-A-T-U-M-A-A-A-A underscore. There are four A's. And I play Nor, an apparently more questionable character than I was intending her to play. But yeah, I'm excited to figure out what exactly she's going to be doing later today with Fable. And Dre. Hey, I'm Dre, they, them, and I can be found on Twitter at Dre Silvertooth, D-R-E-A, and I play Fable, who is actually your favorite character, <laughs> she, they, uh, who's a parkour hacker who's going to learn how to throw down today with Nor. I just throw down Nor, but we'll, or, who knows? Or throw down Nor, I don't know. Let's see where, let's explore this space. Anything is possible. <laughs> see where it takes you. Great. So, Mo, we got to hear a little bit about your aunt previously in our last episode. Um, do you have any correspondence with with them still or, you know, like pen palling or anything like that? Mm, well, you know, um, it was actually the great aunt, uh, which means that they were the uh, sister of uh, my grandmother's. I, my grandmother, she, you know, she passed away um, when I was just a, a little, little bundle of uh, gothic joy. But, uh, <laughs> but my great aunt was like my grandmother to me as I grew up. But the logical part of me says she's clearly passed away by now. The other part of me, the one that loves, you know, uh, fantasy and magic and you know the supernatural likes to believe that she's uh, just chilling somewhere in in some uh, cottage you know brewing her witch things, things. <laughs> exactly maybe it's in a different dimension maybe she's found a gateway um, but no she's still very much thriving in my um, in my heart of hearts I love that and nor if you had to pick a pick a style for your aesthetic what would you say you pull your inspiration from this could be your clothing aesthetic your your stream setup aesthetic you name it nor has always been like really obsessed with the like 
like baggy sweat. She just she just likes being she, her aesthetic is just essentially just comfort. She just likes being cozy and comfortable. Um, so she like loves the big baggy like sweaters and everything, and like buys sweatpants that are always at least three sizes too big for her. But also just like as a kid definitely went through kind of like an emo phase where it's like I only like the color black and I my favorite like this is all my favorite stuff so for like her clothing aesthetic uh she has the bubbliest like personality ever but like well has like like super like, like dark like black winged eyeliner and like always is wearing a lot of black so like her she she you you her personality is like the brightest color of pink and then she's like only wearing like black colors all the time and she's like oh like she's like oh like look at this other black these pair of boots that i got that are black but are slightly different kind of black these are shiny or these are matte or yeah so she's definitely uh still kind of vibing in that and also it's just it's the easiest to match with and she's just really lazy so just she likes wearing a lot of black that's fair and fable what was one of the first jobs you ever got to do as a pen tester? I think Fable's first job doing a pen test was at like a strip mall. There was a dude who fixed electronics. Like your headphones get, the cord gets chewed through and he'll like kind of tape them together. Um, and the security was like a shitty deadbolt and a window that didn't lock. And so it was the easiest possible job that Gail could give her was just to find the very obvious problems in this unit. But the dude who hired them to do the pen test thought it would be really funny if he waited inside and scared the pen tester. So I think when she opened the window and crawled in and was like, yeah, I am the knight. I am a cat. This dude went, boo. And she screamed her whole face off. And that was her first <laughs> pen test. Beautiful. Oh, uh, petition this. to uh, say the full title of your job every time, everybody. Penetration test. Is that what you're looking for, Tenzin? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Beautiful. <laughs> I just feel like people need to know when we say pen test, we mean uh, a penetration test. Exactly. Or penetration test. I think we went over this in the first episode. You know, people need a reminder. You yeah. know, it can't help to, you know, every 10 episodes, there's a reminder. Exactly. That's a pretty cool, pretty cool job name. <laughs> Yeah. Fair it's enough. A great job name. And Guy, what was one of the first conspiracies, maybe not conspiracy for you though, that you pursued? The first conspiracy I pursued was probably all the way back in Cuba. I left the UK and things were pretty hectic for a while. And uh, I was on the hunt for Tiny Feet, who is like Bigfoot, but with tiny, tiny feet and a very small stature in general. Uh, lives in, in populated areas and is found, uh, I suppose most, most cultures would refer to it as some kind of, of elf. Um, but no one named the thing, so uh, we called it Tiny Feet. That is so good. <laughs> tiny Feet has got me dying. I love Tiny, tiny feet, feet so much. As soon as you said tiny feet, I knew. I was like, it is the antithesis of Bigfoot, isn't it? It's gotta be. I, I'm imagining it's as tall as Bigfoot with just tiny feet. <laughs> oh I hate that. God. I'm imagining Guy, like, finding prints in the woods, little footprints, and then chasing them down and finding a child. <laughs> like a series of, <laughs> like, like a, cla- like a, like a, 
like a kindergarten field trip and there's a bunch of kids walking around barefoot in the mud. There were many false alarms, <laughs> I'll say. That's fair. That's fair. Oh, my goodness. I hate it. Well, welcome back, everyone. I know. Now, now especially with the, the Bigfoot-sized but small feet. I live to ruin any cute image but, there will be in this game. Thank no, you. But it's thank even because imagine the sound that it makes when it runs. It's... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Big monster. Tiny little feet. We lost her, people. We lost her. You got you got her with tiny feet, Jack. You did. You did. Where we left off in our last episode of Escaping Carcosa offline, the investigators had finally found themselves with maybe not a very restful respite but a moment they were given food and a place to stay by fable's lovely friend gail who was more than happy to welcome them all into his home they saw a report on the news further mentioning the developments that have been happening with this game carcosa online fable's mom was contacted to come in and hopefully help Stabilize and look after Ryan. Meanwhile, Mauve and Guy are making their way to the museum where Mauve has unfortunately already missed a shift <laughs> the previous evening after being stuck inside Mopop for a while. And it sounds like Fable and Noor are going to go take up some self defense lessons. Something like that. Something along <laughs> those lines. <laughs> You all said your goodbyes to Gale as he left you all with mini snacks to last through your day. Mauve, Guy, you head out along with Noor and Fable. You say your goodbyes and mention meeting up later on when you have the chance to. Are you taking a stroll through downtown, Guy? And Mauve, are you planning to take an Uber? How how quickly are you wanting to get back to your museum, Mauve? I definitely don't want to be sidetracked. Uh, I want to go there, um, give my uh, temporary leave a notice, and uh, and maybe dig into some of the uh, resources while I'm there. Yeah, absolutely. So I would say that you all likely take a, a bus or mm-hmm. call up. One of our many uh, ride-sharing apps that are available to us in this. Let's 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 <laughs> call up the, uh, the 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 ride-share the the ride app. Uh, gosh, what did we call it? Loft was the one with the two-seater oh, bus type. How could I <laughs> Loft. Yes, I pull up my Loft app. <laughs> great, great. We might have to get a nap on the way in. You you might yeah you you all did wake up fairly early I know especially early for Mauve <laughs> they were yes. they were not thrilled to be up at uh at the the crack of dawn literally mm-hmm. yeah I think Guy got in six hours wow that's right because you 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 conked out a little bit earlier in the in the <laughs> evening when you all arrived immediately yes nice. in a shower yes you had a shower you had a shower nap you know yeah, Guy's probably more refreshed than he usually is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so you you call up um, you call up a loft, plug it in on your app, enter the address for the museum uh, that you typically work at. It is on the upside early enough in the morning that you will be there earlier than you have ever arrived to work mm-hmm. in the history of ever. 
<laughs> so you will have plenty of time to um, talk with your supervisor about your, your leave of absence for a bit and, and let, let them know what's going on. The loft arrives fairly quickly. It is unfortunately not our friend, Sven, this time around. Cancel it. Get another one. <laughs> Until I find Sven. Like, nope. <laughs> right? Just keep canceling rides. Lose, like, $5 cancellation every time. Like, um, But you do remember that he said he was going to go on a fishing trip with his grandson. So he may, be, he may be out for a little bit to spend some quality time with him. And the loft pulls up, allows you and Guy to enter, and gives a... The driver gives a meager hello and just asks you how your day has been. Just making small talk with you. Um, yeah, I would really prefer a, a silent ride, but please feel free to talk with my uh, friend here. He loves talking and <laughs> will be of great conversation. The, the, the second story to our, our lovely accommodations here does have some blankets. Feel free. Um, I can turn on some... ASMR, I know a lot of you are into that these days, or maybe some lo-fi hip-hop beats, you know, the classics. Ooh, let's go with the lo-fi classic. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And uh, the driver puts on some, some lo-fi. So and I go up to the second floor of this loft, and <laughs> the second story, as we call it, uh, and... Uh, so funny. I get into the, uh, the, the bed. Well, Mauve is taking a snooze, guy. Are you are you also gonna take a nap? Or are you gonna just kind of uh, shoot the shit with the the driver? <laughs> guy will will shoot, will shoot the shit. But he also he also um, you know try to take a, a advantage of having someone who gets all sorts of people mm. in their in their vehicle all day. And yeah. he'll, he'll ask. So uh, you ever get Nostradamus employees? You know, every once in a while, but. They, they stopped using our services as often some time ago. You know how private companies are. They like to do things their way. And if we can't get them there quick enough, eh, you know, then it's on us. So I think more often than not, they kind of have uh, private drivers these days. What I've heard. What about nanolutions? Uh, nanolutions. Yeah, the, the, the nanotech startup company, yeah. They work with like medical sure. equipment and, and such. Medical, okay. Every every once in a while, not really any of the, the higher-ups, typically just employees trying to get to work early in the morning. Usually around this time, actually. Uh, any chance I could have the... Well, first of all, do you know any, anyone who works as a private driver for Nostradamus? Have you ever been approached to be a driver in that capacity? Oh, no, I don't... I don't stick around with, uh, with private companies like that. They're all... If you ask me, they're all schmuck but hey that's all right to each their own gotta make a living right i mean that that's what i'm doing here so but i prefer not to work with the likes of them it's all been bad news i prefer being an independent contractor well that's uh, that's a good thing um you have any friends who got trapped in that 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 game everyone's talking about um what's it called uh um carcosa online yeah that's the one yeah, yeah, I think uh, a few of the fellows who who kind of work w- with, with the company here, the ride-sharing apps, uh, we had a lot of people kind of drop off. I, I imagine it has something to do with that. We didn't really get an explanation right away, but it's definitely been busier. A lot more of us have been having to pick up the slack. It's a shame. Why? Well, thanks for the info. 
and then you will completely blank the person um, and, and find a place to sit. He's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> enjoy your ride. We go back over to Abel and Nor. You all have also exited and said your goodbyes and had mentioned wanting to try to scope out like some some personal defense lessons. <laughs> but you realize you, you don't know of any off the top of your head. We... Do, do you know any like gyms or something that we... My workouts typically include me walking really quickly to get my coffee. <laughs> so I'm wondering if you know of any places. I think so. I'm I think there's a free MMA class in the mornings around this time, but I've never gone because I'm never awake. But since I'm just a bunch of adrenaline and terror now, and you looked like a fish trying to ride a bicycle in that fight, I thought maybe we would go see if that class is actually happening. As soon as you say that, Nor looks like just starts looking on the internet. Is this like a real thing? Slash, where is it? Like tries to find like a location like on her phone. Mm-hmm. You're, you're scrolling the the interwebs, as it were, the goggle. And there, there are a few places that pop up with like, try one MMA class free, try a week free, you know, different ads, essentially. And you're not sure which one is the one that Fable mentioned, because there are a handful of them that are offering promotions. Okay. How close is Gail's place to my place? Hmm. That's a good question. I would say not too far, maybe like. 10 miles max. Okay. Nor's also gonna use her little glasses. She's too tired to use her hands to call a car service that we're gonna rename Uber some point. (laughs) Oh no, Uber Yeats was for food. Uber Yeats was for food. Should we just take a minute and rename Uber? Yes. Everybody put... I was literally thinking about Goober. I was thinking like Zuber or Zoomer. I don't know. Zuber, like it's it's a uh, it's super fast. It's I don't know Zuber, but like uh, everybody's on a Zoom call <laughs> during, <laughs> during your oh, Uber. God. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so this. Uber is if you need to have a meeting, and Loft is if you're just trying to have a, a chill. <laughs> yeah. So Zuber is if you need like your Zoom call to translate. It's like Wi-Fi outlet. Yeah, from your phone to the screen in front of you in your little Zoom box. I'm going to assume actually my phone's almost dead. And I'm going to call. What were you calling it? Zuber? Zuber? <laughs> was Tenzin, did you have a? Tuber? 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 It's, a, it's, an, it's, it's an intertube. You know, like when you take the tube. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like a cylindrical car. I, th- I think there's one for Zoom calls. And then there's one that's a big. You get to pick the big, service you want. It's a big pool with intertubes. Tuba was originally designed for, for Elon Musk's tube system, but that never came Stop. to fruition. But they had all these vehicles tube-shaped. Yes! Oh, I love it. Tuber. I love it. That drive on roads. <laughs> okay, perfect. Would you all like to call up a Zuber or a Tuber? I like Tuber. I'll leave that one to Fable. <laughs> Nor can't think. It's too early. Okay, wait. Just to be clear, Tuber is just... It's a car that's tube-shaped? Is that what it is? Like, kind of cylindrical? Okay, <laughs> hey, we we call a tuber for sure. Yeah, 2050 is wild, y'all. I yeah. have high expectations <laughs> because the, the number of screens in a zuber freaks freaks Fable out. They want to ride in a tuber, a low tech tuber. Mm. Oh, that's a really good point. So Nor calls up a tuber to drop 
her and Fable off at her apartment. Do, do y'all think that, um, that like in TTRPG guides, when it's like world build as a team, do you think they meant, do you think this is what they meant? Cause I don't think yes. this is what they meant. <laughs> I think this is exactly what they meant. If this it's isn't great. what they meant, this is what they should have meant. If this is wrong, I don't want to be right. Okay, we get it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I call a tuber to my place. A very interesting car pulls up. Cars are not much different in 2050, um, with the exception of the ones that are, <laughs> which apparently are rideshare cars specifically. <laughs> Branding. And this car rolls up to you, and not only are the wheels round, but the body is round. It is all round. I imagine the way that you enter the car is much like a, um, what are those? Like the smokers? Yeah. So it's a rectangular section, and the whole thing just flips open. And it's a four-seater, and then you have the driver's seat and the passenger so you've got six seats total in this thing. Oh, it's yeah. it's it's fully loaded with with seats galore. Great for carpooling. Unfortunately, the design is not as aerodynamic as anticipated. Outside of the tube system, it was meant to be used for. So while it w- is great for carpooling, it is not as great on gas. <laughs> I might it doesn't turn well. When when you get in, you have to sign a waiver. Fifty percent of all tuber rides end in an accident. <laughs> build, build like ramps, like uh, a bobsled ramp, like a bob, like a bobsled. Uh, yes. Oh my god! Yes. To get around oh corners. Oh my goodness! Oh my yeah. god! I think Nor just gets into like the back seat in the back row, just closes her eyes and is like, "You need more coffee." <laughs> How do they? Is this your first time riding in a tuber? Yes, it is. No, it is not. <laughs> Maybe not, actually. <laughs> well, don't you worry. I'm going to take good care of you. We're going to get you to your destination right and round. I see all these scuff marks on the side of the car. Is that... You want to... Can you tell me about that? Oh, you know, our not-so-aerodynamic design doesn't work well with the rest of the cars of today. So, you know, when we have to parallel park and the like, it, it, it doesn't quite work out as as anticipated, but don't tell my boss I told you that. Seems weird that you're still in business. I'm not complaining, though. Let's roll. I mean, we've got all these cars, and we got to use them. Am I right? Fair enough. Either that or turn them into scrap metal, which, I mean, you know how that goes. I do not know how that goes. (laughs) (laughs) How does that go? But if you want to tell me over the course of this ride, I'm totally okay with that. Hit it, champ. So, he spends the whole ride uh, telling you and this is an experience, right? Like it's, it is, you don't know if this is the rideshare app itself or if it is just this particular driver, but it is themed. The inside of the car is got like little, little cowboy boots, like what? those ceiling stickers that you what? see, the star stickers that glow in the dark, but they're cowboy. It's inexplicably cowboy themed. <laughs> oh my not, God. Not, not bobsled themed. Not... No, but cowboy. Maybe each maybe each I, division has a theme. You think somewhere in there is one of those little horses that children ride? <laughs> yeah, you know the you know the um, the <laughs> solar powered 
little dancers you can put on your car, uh -huh. like on the. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. He's got one of those, and it's one of the little things. <laughs> oh, going back and forth. It's solar power. Uh, um, oh, is he's the, wearing a cowboy hat. Is the what, song what playing uh, Cotton Eye Joe? Yes. And Classic. there's definitely music playing. Do, do you think that the different seats are like different? Oh. Like they have like horse names. Like you can pick your ride. Oh when you pick God. your seat. It's like a carousel or like a merry-go-round. What are those called? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Cow, maybe cow print. Maybe cow print. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so yeah, since you since you asked, he is happy to oblige. Um, he's like, well, of course, partner. He's like, so when one of our high-tech cars is sent to the refinery to be, you know, turned into scrap metal, it is not a pretty process. The machinery that they use to generally, you know, crank the cars down into fine little... <clears throat> and he's, like, making the motions with one hand and driving with the other. Seems safe. Oh, yeah. Seems good. I love it. <laughs> I love where you're at right now. Nor's cursing Fable in her head. Like, you made this... You Why... Like, inwardly is like, don't, don't, don't mess with her technology. She's already scared enough as it is, but is internally so exhausted. She's like, there's a conversation happening with the most high-energy man person that she's ever met. <laughs> he's like, well, our cars don't really fit into there just right. And they're not going to make a special little, you know, press machinery for just us. So they're instead, not? it gunks up the whole darn thing. And then we get in trouble because they wanted our scrap metal. So we said, well, then don't smush our cars down. We'll just keep on driving them. And here we are. That seems really safe. But see, the thing about my last 24 hours is this is probably the safest place I've been in about 24 hours. That isn't a good sign. It sure isn't. And he whips around the corner <laughs> and like goes over the. <laughs> you, As we return, we have to. Oh my god. <laughs> and we are back to to Mauve and Guy, who have much more safely arrived at their destination. Not that interesting. I, I know. I want to know all about this tuba ride. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that was all on the fly. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was beautiful. It was art. You take it and run with it. Jesus, take the wheel. Oh, goodness. <laughs> the true horror is public transportation. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know. Hasn't improved ever. I know that you all thought that we were probably going to get taken out by cultists or ghosts, but actually it's going to be Tuber. It's actually, actually tuber. tuber. It's the transportation. It's Tuber. And we invented it. We're going to go down to the sweet beats of Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> Joke's on you, Tuber is run by the cult. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. I'm just but kidding. It's not. It's it would funny. explain a lot. Doesn't that have the feeling of like someone was like, what do humans like? Cowboy mm. shit. What do Americans like? Cowboy sh like cow print stuff and cowboy shit and Cotton Eye Joe and danger. We did it. Congratulations. Oh my God, it's the perfect American vehicle. Greetings there, travelers. It's me, Wing Ever Gimble, famous damn bad. And welcome back to the Inn of the Seven Dice. I know it's felt like a little bit since I last saw you, dear travelers. I'm glad you're back. Welcome back. Oh, we just finished having a bit of a party here. Yes, we had a bunch of Lancer pilots here. Oh, you don't... Do you know what Lancer pilots are? 
basically they're people who pilot these gigantic mechs and they go into space, they take on quests and all that jazz and oh, they end up blowing up half the time. If you're curious, I heard that the Battle of the Seven Dice YouTubes has finished up their Lancer game and it's all up there. It's Nostradamus Corporation Phantom Ice. You can find the whole completed series there and if you're interested in just audio because you're like, wing over or don't have time to view a video, well then just head on over to our Patreon. We'll be uploading the audio lickety split. Alright travelers, now that we got that out of the way, Oh, it's been a time. The, the party was great, so now I'm just kind of relaxing, because you know what happens? You get past 80 years old as a gnome, and oh, you know it hits like 10 or 11 o'clock, and you're tired. Oh, travelers, you're tired. You just want everyone to go away, and oh, that cat is back. Travelers, I swear, I feed the cat all the time, and it still claws up all my furniture. What do you do? Oh, boy. But anyways, dear travelers, uh, we have a few things here to address. Don't want to take too long for you. If you feel like leaving us a message, apparently you can do that on the Spotify app. So head on over to Spotify on your mobile device. And you can answer a little, they have a little question thing there on each of the episodes of how do you like the episode? And you can respond there. And your questions or your answers, I guess it's answers, will just pop up there and they'll be displayed on the episode for other viewers to see. So dear travelers, if you want to leave any messages on the Spotify that you're enjoying the tales, head on over there. You can reply to, I think, pretty much anything over there. And if you wish to send us a message, you can always message us over on the Bowed of the Seven Dice Gmail, which is Bowed of the Seven Dice Gmail.com, or you can hit us up on any of the social medias. We're also over on that TikTok thing. It's like a clock, I suppose, some sort of clock thing. Anyways, we're over on there if you care for it. If you don't, that's up to you, dear travelers. Alright, we got a little piece of fan mail. Let's check this out. Fun story! Exclamation mark! Five stars! I'm only a few episodes in, and already the story has captured my attention. Quality production, fun characters, creative concept, fantastic job to all the parties involved. Nico, a Fool's Quest podcast. Well, thank you, Nico. I really hope you do enjoy the tale, and we've been having a wonderful time spreading the word, because unfortunately all of you actually knew these stories beforehand, and they were wiped from your memory, and so it is my charge to bring forth these stories that are written in a weird esoteric book, and I shall read them to you. Oh, what a job, dear travelers, but it pays well. All right, well now that we heard all that, Let's head on over to the cursed radio. What are you gonna tell us? And will it make my nose bleed again? Probably, yeah. In the year 247, in the age of judges, Vartan was summoned home by a letter stating that his father has died under mysterious circumstances. Upon returning home, Vartan opened his mind to the possibility that his father's death and his hometown of Eterno was not everything that it appeared to be. 
Join us for the next 27 episodes as Vartan comes face to face with monsters, uncovers ancient magic, and finds new friendship with Baya Rustin, the half-elf sorcerer, and Ovik, the tiefling cleric, as they assist him in uncovering the mysteries behind his father's death and the town of Eterno. Welcome to Ethereal Embrace, and a Fool's Quest production, coming to a podcatcher near you, July 2021. I love a good cursed radio broadcast. It just warms you in the under parts of your nails. You know, like the nail bed gets almost uncomfortably warm. Oh, just how wonderful, dear travelers. But I've taken up enough of your time. Let us head on back to see what these investigators are up to. Thank you all for stopping by, dear travelers. I bid you all adieu. arrive to the museum and it is still pretty early in the morning so the museum does have some early hours but they are not quite open yet however Moe you do have access to getting in with the employees only section Um, a lot of individuals do show up to their shifts early to kind of get prepared for the day you are welcome to take the the employee entrance so that way you can get inside the museum and look around for Xavier who is your um, admin that you you generally report to, and guy I'm sure is, is uh, welcome to follow yeah, yeah. all this along. Time. He generally accompanies you inside the museum with a cigarette in hand, even even though the you know the front staff usually tries to tell him to put it out. <laughs> he specifically waits until he's inside. Oh fucking hell! To, to, to start smoking. Okay, well if he's pulling that out, uh, move this time just slaps it out of his hand instead. (laughs) (laughs) You know I'll pick it up off the floor. Step back, please. I'll wait until you walk away, and I'll pick it up off the floor. No, you're not, and then Mo steps on the the cigarette, puts it out. I'll uncrumple it, I'll take it out of the bin, I'll reuse the the tobacco. (laughs) Can we not do this every single time you enter the premise? We we have things to get, get, get to, basically. Fine. Okay, thank you. Now, and then Mauve, like, picks up the, the stepped-on cigarette and then puts it in the trash, mm-hmm. nearby trash can. <laughs> and don't say anything while I talk to my boss. <laughs> Fine, I'll go talk to the secretary. Nope, I didn't say that. I said don't say anything, comma, while I talk to my boss. And Xavier is already doing his rounds. He gets here pretty darn early in the morning to kind of look over everything, make sure the exhibits look up to spec, check in on the the various galleries and the employees that are meandering about. So he won't be too hard to find. Okay, so uh, if uh, Mauve has spotted uh, Xavier then, um, approaches and says, Xavier, good morning, darling. How are you? Yeah, Xavier rounds a corner and eyes kind of widened for a moment and goes, Mauve, darling, you're here so early. This is unlike you. Is everything okay? The the gallery last night, um, you you weren't weren't in attendance. I I actually meant to reach out and make sure everything was okay. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Yes, actually, uh, things are not right. 
with me. Um, I had to suddenly leave and, uh, mm -hmm. and I, I felt horrible. And I'm in this state right now where the universe is, is speaking through me and I just feel this overwhelming void. And I think I need to answer this call from the void and take uh, a number of days, maybe weeks off to really listen. I hope you understand. Oh my, you, I'm so used to you selling the art, not making it. Is this a personal project of yours? How did you know? You are so good at getting to the bottom of things. You're so intelligent. He, however, is very supportive of, of this art decision of yours, right? Oh, thank God. But he goes, a few weeks. I mean, they say never rush good art. However, that is that is quite some time away. Are you are you sure that everything is okay? Is this merely an artistic vision? Oh. I can't if you would even ask me. Mercury is in retrograde. Xavier, I cannot oh my. give you a... How, how could I forget? Oh, silly me, silly me. You're, you're, you. you're absolutely right. Well, I, I, I do not want to be the reason your artistic vision doesn't flourish. So I will, I will give you as much time away as I can. And if you'll, if you'll roll me a, like a charm or a persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. Sorry. I... Yes. So was sorry. Wait. So Mo's explanation for needing time off work is I have to answer the call of the void. <laughs> and Xavier is all for it because he is so I'm, extra. That's the most <laughs> meme lord shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what to they're, do. They are both with on this. the same level. I with told that. you it was going to be preposterous. <laughs> Mercury is in retrograde, and the universe is speaking through me, and I have to answer the call of the void. <laughs> Guy is staring incredulously. Guys, um, thinking about Mercury being in retrograde and is going into a crisis. I think Guy draws the line at astrology. <laughs> oh my god, you have a line? Oh my god. Guy's one of those people who know that if astrology was real, it's off by a month actually because of some calendar mm -hmm. thing. And so he's like, no, no, I believe in the real astrology. The month is, is one to the left. Yeah. The Milky Way is different now. <laughs> I rolled a three and an eight. So 38. None of these, no charm or persuasion is, is good enough. Um, I will... You can push your roll or use luck as well. Okay, I'm going to use luck. So I'm going to choose luck? persuade. That's a 20, so mm -hmm. I've got a 38, which means I need about 19. How much luck you got? I currently have 75, so... Okay, cool. You're so rich. <laughs> I'm and rich in luck. got money. I need, I need it for all the bullshit I'm going to pull, so... That is very <laughs> true. You are here telling Xavier in, in full woes, Mercury is in retrograde, how could you? You know, and Xavier looks at you and is like, of course, of course. Uh, well, I will, I will give you some time away to pursue your artistic vision. However, under one circumstance. Of course. Wait, no, two, two circumstances. Uh, like above holds their heart. <laughs> I know I'm asking a lot of you, but I hold you in high regards. I know you can handle this. First. Stop asking I about my chest hair. <laughs> <laughs> Please. 
first, please ensure that you you check on our art exhibit before you go, the gallery, and just make sure things are locked up. It'll probably take me a day or two to find someone to oversee things just to take care of the transactions that happen while you're away. I want to make sure everything is safe and secure. Of course. Second, when you return from your time away, I would be so honored if you could share your artistic vision and what has come of it. If you're lucky, maybe maybe we could even put it up in the gallery somewhere, depending on how, how you are expressing yourself, whether a painting or a sculpture or the like. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure the guests will be thrilled to know that their regular who sells them these fine pieces has a, has a fine piece of their own on display. You're a fine piece. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I didn't it's say that. It's a tragedy that. that people listening to this podcast can't see Tenzin's face throughout <laughs> this situation. Literally. It's true. Literally. It's true. I'm going on a face journey. <laughs> of course, darling. You'll be the first one I show my uh, artistic vision to. I better be. Yes, I mean... I would be offended if, if it was anything less. And, and, you know, I will uh, lock things up and, uh, and make sure things are in order before I leave. Uh, that much I, I'm happy to do. And uh, I was hoping to stop by maybe sometimes to look through some of the, uh, the, the items we have uh, in, in terms, you know, to, to fuel the, the inspiration. Oh, absolutely, darling. This is this is your home just as much as it is, as it is mine. You know, a home away from home, as it were. <laughs> you are welcome here anytime during your uh, your time away. Feel free to peruse the exhibits and, and the wares to your liking. You're simply extravagant. Thank you so much, Xavier. No, you. <gasps> no, you. <laughs> well, I will miss having you here auctioning off our pieces, but I'm sure that I will see you around during your visits to come. Thank you. I'll, uh, right. I'll do what I said I'll do, and then I'll take my leave. Thank you so much. Thank you. I look forward to seeing your your vision brought to the light. And then I'll do like a little air cheek kiss like on each side. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> and turns around and like glares I can't at, with Mo. And turns around and glares at that guy like, let's go. How the hell is this museum still in operation? Oh my goodness. And are you going to head to the, the gallery now and kind of lock things up before you take your leave? Yeah, and maybe like borrow something of use. Absolutely, absolutely. That's, you know, that no one's going to miss if or like won't uh, bat an eye at. But yeah. yeah, for sure. So you and Guy make your way to where your exhibit typically is, um, your kind of space for holding the auctions. There are still some paintings that are strewn about, some are hanging on the wall, some are kind of lined up. Um, There are chairs left over from the night before. Someone didn't put the chairs away, probably because the the auction (laughs) went a little bit differently than planned. Um, I just thought of one piece I could come up with. Oh no. Imagine I come back and it's one of those paper cups, right? It's like, it's like, and and I've stuck holes in it and stuck like uh, popsicle sticks, like for arms, and I drew a smiley face on it. (laughs) And it says, behold, my soul. Oh, but I won't do that. No, it'll. We'll find something. <laughs> the the room is fairly dim, right? Um, while the setup for the auction that was supposed to take place last night 
wasn't deconstructed, there is kind of a odd ambience to the air, as if people were gathering here. Although you never, you didn't really find out from Xavier if the show went on per se, or if it was a shortened kind of exhibit or what. But it is, it's a little eerie. It is, it's very empty, very dark. I would like to look for a light switch. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's one right up against the wall. You would know where it's at to kind of turn everything on. Oh yeah, I should know where it is usually. Yeah, so I I, I click on it. Yeah, the lights come on fine. You notice, aside from just the paintings lined up against the walls, that a sculpture of sorts is leaning off to the side of the right wall when you enter the room. You can't tell what it is from where you're at. It looks like it's a bust, perhaps, but it is facing into the wall. And it's not a piece that you recognize being there. You get sculptures every once in a while, but it's usually paintings. And it's a, just a bust, you said? Mm-hmm. A bust of, like, a, a human size, or is it, like, a giant bust? It's probably to scale with, like, a human head. And then, well, I'll just mention out loud, since Guy's with me, like, um... That is not one of my items, and points at the bust. I was going to say, it wasn't here yesterday, and this whole place feels different. Does it? It does, right? Does someone, is the AC broken? Like, why is, why am I getting chills? You know what? Maybe I'll go check that sculpture right now. Just maybe, I don't know. If there's so many things are up in the air, so maybe I do, maybe I just forgot. About it, and then Mauve mm. goes up to the uh, the bust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mauve, if you want to give me spot hidden, it's eighty-eight. Would you like to uh, push your roll? I gotta it, push it. Or... Yeah, there's just. I think if you don't push it, what's hidden spots you? Oh gosh. Vice versa. <laughs> oh, ma- oh, that's terrible. I want everybody to know that I. Literally texted Dre, I hope something scary happens, and I regret all of my words now. She said, I hope something scary happens, and I sent back, you regret it yet. As soon as you <laughs> saw the skull. Two seconds later, you're like, there is a bust that wasn't there before. How dare you? Why could? Why would you ask that for when I'm doing my thing? Like, come on. I about manifested this shit for you. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Well, good. She no. She did. I, I failed. It's 75. Oh, no, you- so you, you were looking around, you were looking at the bust. The the bust itself is, it looks like it's marble, but it doesn't feel like marble. Okay. And when you, when you went to go pick it up, you noticed that there's a crack mm-hmm. forming. Mm-mm. So it looks like on top of being an artifact you don't recognize, this piece of art is damaged. So you were trying to get a better look at it and you attempted to push your roll. How... How would you have done that? Feel free to use like your um, like your history of the occult, or just your what you know about art in general from being a, a curator here. Yeah, I mean, I, I know not to like easily willy nilly just touch the item. Like it could be, you know, mm-hmm. s- sensitive to that, and uh, and so maybe I try to <laughs> maybe I try to like move it. Maybe I think there's um, something on the back of it that I can read about or, you know, like maybe something stuck to it. Usually like an artist description or something. So I try to like right. budget it and turn it around. Like at least try to look at the back of it. 
so you're trying to be very careful with this this piece of artwork that you have found that is something you don't recognize and in doing so it is already cracked right and you pick it up and the curtains on stage where you typically do the the bidding you get distracted by them and even a little spooked because they move as you're doing this and you see it out of the peripheral of your vision and you think you catch something but you're not certain and you drop the bust oh shit however you find a piece of yellow fabric from the bust what kind what kind of yellow have i seen this exact shade of yellow before (laughs) it is a very familiar shade of yellow you notice the feel to it is almost it's very luxurious it is definitely familiar yellow the bust however is not recognizable oh no you can see on little bits of the broken pieces what looked to be some sort of covering a face covering but you're not exactly sure what kind you have this little piece of yellow cloth with you well, I'll definitely take that, and 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 after dropping that fucking thing, uh, we'll yell out, "Fuck! Oh no! Ugh, Xavier's gonna blow his top!" Ugh. Wait, it's that, and then like picks up the yellow fabric thing and shows it to Guy and says, "Do you recognize this?" Guy, so he immediately recognizes the the, the color, and. We'll look around. Well, for first he'll say, Whatever it is, it knows who you are. What, what, what do you mean by that? What kind of cryptic bullshit are you spouting? Well, remember everything we've seen over the last day? Yeah, it's kind of hard to forget. Then you'll know that that yellow is connected in some way to Nostradamus. Well, yes, but I... <sighs> It being here doesn't have to mean it's about me. I, I have no real, real, you know, like what, what, this, and then and Mauve knows like this is kind of futile. Like it's just like obviously like I'm the main person here in terms of the the ma- management of the the area. So it's like kind of in denial. Kind of like no, no way, no. It's 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 maybe it's just purely chance that you know it's the exact same shade and uh, fabric quality and. And, and that statue's really creepy and, and it's, it's cracked and oh god oh god they're, they're, they're watching me aren't they oh god I sound like you I'm so glad I'm taking a break from work because I can't deal with this every day Guy um, looks around first to see if there's anything else interesting and, and secondly to see if there's um, a can of spray paint around at all I'll say that there's probably some some cans of spray paint, maybe not in this room, but Mauve would know that there is an interactive exhibit where people do like street, like who do street art, right? They have guests come in and kind of show off how to utilize those skills with cans of spray, spray paint. So there might be some laying around nearby. And this would be near the art section as well. So probably just a few rooms down. Cool. Is there anything else interesting of note in, in, in Mauve's part of the, of the gallery? Not that you, not that you notice. The rest seems pretty in place. The various paintings hanging on the wall, 
likely ones that were up for auction. Uh, there are a few other pieces of artwork, like some vases and the, and the like that are... Yeah, I'm just gonna say some vases and the like. And that's about it. The only, the only item that was really out of place that wouldn't have been recognized by Mauve was the, the bust. Cool. So, um, Guy will look at Mauve. Um, Who's still freaking out? You're not gonna like what I'm about to do. Oh no. What now? I, I can't, I can't handle one more thing going wrong in my place of work. There's already a giant wrong thing sitting right here in rubbles. What could you possibly try to be doing that would make any amount of this worse? Guy walks up to the stage curtains and uses the, the spray paint and his, and his thumb lighter as a makeshift flamethrower. What? What? To, uh, to, to, to light up the stage curtains. I will not let him do that. Not my fucking gallery. And then while Mauve is, I assume, trying to pull down the curtains and put that out, he'll start grabbing paintings off the wall and throwing them in the middle of the room and do the same to those. Wait, what? Uh So what? What? Explain exactly what? (laughs) And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Guy, are you you creating some sort of uh, bonfire, essentially? Guy is, is, is purging the room, yeah. So as Guy tries to make the room literally go up in smoke, we hear a halting screech, which is our little tuber pulling around the corner at a at a nearby MMA place. Hey, wait, we're gonna leave the hey, fire? Hey, Mo, okay. say goodbye to your job real quick. We're leaving the. Okay, there's not enough. No, that's there's fine. not enough persuasion rolls in the world, my dude. There really isn't. Xavier might seem like a really nice, nice person, but damn, oh my god. Did we get there pretty okay? Did we, how many curbs did we hit? You hit a few curbs. Dude pulled over for like a, a quick snack at a at a convenience store and definitely got scraped by, by a car while y'all were just chilling, waiting on him. He did not parallel park very well. God, imagine parallel parking that. Not a good time. I'll f- imagine like multiple parallel parked in a row is just a really long like, <laughs> cylinder. But you all made it relatively unscathed. Just a, a little jarred from your trip. <laughs> I think Nora just like kind of nods her head at the driver and gets out on very shaky legs. <laughs> Yeehaw, cowboy. Thanks for the ride. Yeehaw. Y'all enjoy your, your, your time now? Uh, I, I see you stopped by a little little MMA place there. I, I do hope you have a good time. Yeah, I keep getting attacked by monsters, so I was like, might as well go to MMA. Getting attacked by monsters? Ah, you heard me. Buckle up, partner. Have a good day. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> and uh, it rattles off down the road. We hear it for the next two blocks. <laughs> <laughs> and I think... Yeah, I think we just we just head up to my apartment. We like walk into the front doors. I like say hi to the front desk. Can I check if I have any mail? This is so random. <laughs> yeah. Do, mail do you have your mail key on you or do you have to get it from inside? I have to definitely get it from inside. Never mind. I make the mental note to check my mail because she's she's still curious if she got her pre-order for the headset just cuz she really wants to get her hands on one. But yeah, if not, then yeah, we just we just head up to my apartment. That's definitely like 
on like the the, the really high floor, like the ninth or the tenth, mm-hmm. not like ground level at all. You did not receive your game okay. yet, as far as you know. It's because normally, you know, if you get packages, it would come outside or like at the um, the office downstairs will hold packages for you because the mailers are little tiny, you know, boxes that the the mail personnel will put into the slots. So you were not informed by the front desk that you had any packages there, as far as you know, unless you have any missed calls or the like on your phone. And there's not anything by your door when you get up there. Okay. She makes a mental note of that. And just, if my apartment looks like a mess, just, like, ignore it. I'm pretty sure I have laundry that I've been meaning to fold for at least a week on, like, the couch or something. Literally, if there aren't scary, spooky specters in here, I don't care how many pants are on your floor. Dope. Uh, Yeah, we head into my apartment. Yeah, so we walk in, like, Nor takes her shoes off, proceeds to shrink again three inches. (laughs) says if you want anything to eat or drink feel free to ransack my kitchen there are like two doors so one of them is her bedroom one of them is her stream room she points to her stream room room and says that's the room that has all the monitors so don't go in that one don't smash all your monitors got it preferably not yep I, i do need them for a living so i would suggest staying away from them in case anything happens sold but yeah my kitchen is yours Table marches into the kitchen and opens up the pantry and pulls a chair up in front of that pantry and just starts rummaging around while Nora gets ready. Mm. Yeah. Don't you met me? Um, <laughs> don't we what? She went. Hmm. <laughs> I heard that. What? Don't do that. <laughs> Nora, while you are getting ready, oh, right? Yeah. You're you. How long have you lived in this apartment for? Approximately. I think, like. Less th- it's like coming up on a year, I think. About a year? Okay. Cool. If you would go ahead and give me a why spot hidden. Snow! And if you don't spot what's hidden, then it spots you. Know what? you. <laughs> Dre, it'll spot you too. There so you <laughs> <laughs> I rolled the wrong dice. That is a D eight. That was so stressful. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, that's a 14, which is less than half, which means I'm scared. Uh, Oh, don't be. They can be good. Yeah, I hope something scary happens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so. Fuck. (laughs) Nor, as you are bending down to untie and take off your preposterously tall shoes and get into something more fitting for, you know, some... (laughs) some workout exercises of the sort you do notice something slightly out of place and while you didn't check your mail and you don't have a package there is an envelope by your feet it's not an envelope you recognize it's not labeled as a bill it doesn't even have your name on it but it is sealed is it yellow no it looks like a normal, a normal mailer-sized envelope. Fable! <laughs> Mouthful of power bar. What's up? Can you come here? Maybe? Fable comes over. Plomps over in their boots. So there's this, like, points at the envelope on the floor. 
I know for a fact that wasn't there when I left my apartment. So, and I've been hesitant to say this, but here's the thing. We went in Mopop and ran around, and they had security cameras with facial recognition, and nobody else had their face properly hidden, so they probably do know who you are. Not to rain on your parade, but you should probably get your clothes. Nor... Okay, she picks up the envelope, doesn't open it yet, and checks what's on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Just a plain white sealed envelope. Does it feel like there's paper in it, or does it feel, like, heavy, or... It feels like it probably has paper in it. You know how when you get envelopes, you can kind of see the outline? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If someone writes you a letter, that's what it looks like to you. Mm, uh, trying to just, this is, okay, she's going to, okay, here's what Nora's going to do. She's going to set up her phone so that she's recording herself opening it. Mm-hmm. Just in case she like anything happens, just because she's like she wants she wants record of anything strange happening. She's gonna like set it up, kind of show it like here's the envelope, and then is going. This is the weirdest unboxing <laughs> video ever. <laughs> well, because she wants evidence. She's like, if something happens, I want to like know. So yeah, and then she's gonna, she's just yeah, she's just gonna open the letter. Okay. Because she's too nosy to not open it. Curiosity kills the cat, or so they say. Or my friends. Oh no. So you open this letter. You're recording, just to make sure nothing funny happens. Mm-hmm. And you are fortunate. You are very happy that this is probably one of the most normal things that has happened to you in the course of the last day and a half. It looks like a normal letter. And you scan it with your eyes, reading through it. And the letter essentially reads from someone as though someone is trying to help, but is also very aware of the situation at hand, which is a little scary to say the least. It means more than just who you think knows, knows about what's going on. The letter informs you that there is a game development company called Toad Jam Studios, who has had their eyes on Nostradamus for a while. They do not approve of the carelessness of Nostradamus when they are making new tech developments, nor the current game that has now trapped thousands of players inside. It then tells you that you should look into reaching out to them. They may be someone who can help. And it's just signed, someone who understands. Kind of like on autopilot mode, Nor goes to her stream room with all of the screens because she needs a computer and like looks up the company and is like, what is this? Just trying to like figure out how would I contact them doing mm-hmm. some general research. Also checking her email in case like she got an email or anything from them or essentially checking different ways that they would have contacted her. Mm-hmm. You don't have any anything in your emails from Toad Jam. And when you look them up online, it seems pretty basic for a game development company. None of the aforementioned stuff that you got in the letter um, talking about their wariness of Nostradamus or anything like that. It just says that they are a relatively newly founded game development company who enjoys making fun indie games. Sorry, is that Toe Jam or Toad Jam? Toad Jam. I That's really better. hope it's not Toe I like Jam. Toad <laughs> Jam. I had that same question. I was like, one of these is cute. One of these is not. <laughs> I just assumed it was a cute one. <laughs> I like curse things, but that's like a, a little that's a little far. Like a little frog. <laughs> little froggy. That's pretty cute. Okay. 
nor hands the letter to Fable. The number of tech companies we are hearing of today is actually insane. Here is another one named Toad Jam, and apparently they're also looking into it about all the Carcosa, Carcosa Online stuff. Fable reads the letter. I mean, nothing is yellow or spectral. I'm pretty happy about that. I assume this is less like a you were spotted in Mopop situation and more like a you're a streamer who says Nostradamus is questionable situation. And I, I personally like that a lot better. Yeah. Hey. No, I'm, I'm hesitant to trust any company in general, given my history of just always looking into them and finding their faults. But I kind of want to look into this. If they have a team of people looking at this who I've been doing this for a while that actually have tech as opposed to me with my like you know stream setup I think we should tr- I think I should try to get in contact with them or something or we could we could I think we shouldn't give them any information that they don't already have mm-hmm. they already know about you they don't know about me or move or guy at least we don't think let's keep it that way yeah cool I think as much as I would love to go punch some people with you, I might stay here and try figuring out how to contact Because they didn't give me a way to contact them. Uh, so I might, I might try to do some sleuthing as to how I can get in touch with them mm-hmm. and then report back to y'all. On their hyperlink, like most websites have, there's like a contact us button with like a general 1-800 number. And, um, and I know, email. but it just feels so weird being like, hi, you sent yeah. me a letter. Right. <laughs> Just like, to let you know that that is there. Can you transfer me to the secret line for secret <laughs> communications? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you transfer me to the line that you don't know about that I also don't know about for <laughs> sure? Like four wink emojis. Wink, wink nudge, nudge. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fable's just like, okay. Yeah. I, I think I'm going to boogie. There's a lot of screens in here and suddenly I hate that. So I'm going to go to that MMA class and then I'll come get you after. Yeah. Yeah. And then at some point we will talk about my potential fault or guilt in this. I promise I didn't mean it. Yeah, I actually have an idea about that. I have an idea of something you can do that might, well, it'd make it up to me anyway. That punch didn't do it because I still have the bruise. I didn't punch you that hard. You really need to come to the MMA class. I'll, 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 we'll go to the, we'll go to the one that says you can go for like a week and then I can come with you the next time. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll see you okay. in a little while and we're going to talk about that thing. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk about a couple things. But yeah. Have fun punching things. I will. Have fun not having your screen stir back. Bye. Well, as of right now. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nor sees Fable out and then goes back and does, does some sleuth in. Yeah. Fable, you make your way out to attend this class, nor you start your sleuthing. And we return to Guy and and Mauve. Everything's in ashes. Everybody's dead. <laughs> Trying to light the proverbial room aflame. <laughs> like, like, if, if that was too much, let me know. If I were, like de-escalate and something, like oh, cut no, no, all no. that point, make that's fine with me. Make your character choices. I'll make my character choices. God, about choices. the fire. <laughs> the fire. You know, because you know, we're still we're t- episode 10. But, you know, if, that, if, that, if, that's, if, that's, if that's too much too quickly. We're just keeping um, it the ballot no. tradition, I think. Based on I think, and, yes, yeah. the arson. <laughs> and... It, and uh, his, I think I get several assumptions. It's, it's a fairly big room. Mm-hmm. And he's making sure the fire is piled in the middle. He's not intending to burn the building down. 
I'm also assuming there's some sort of uh, fire alarm and sprinkler system to For sure. make sure no one, no one, no one in the building is harmed. But what you'll do while the fire is burning, um, if, if Mauve is not attacking guy. <laughs> I mean, Mauve does have a mean streak uh, deep down in there, but that's, it's harder to do with someone they consider a friend, you know. So they're more like just, just like catatonic, like in in complete at what is happening and will eventually act once they settle on what the hell is happening. <laughs> cool, so, so in that case, while, while the fire is, is burning, um, mm -hmm. Guy will, will find the nearest security camera, I look like straight into it, I point back at the fire. So, yeah. Are we all listening, Nostradamus, or whoever the fuck else is doing this? Do not fuck with me. Do not fuck with my friends. Well, that's your office. And are the curtains aflame at this point? Uh, hopefully, it depends. It depends how well Move puts things out. As... Okay, so it, is, is it just the flames, or is it also like the paintings off the wall? Ideally, there's a big pile of paintings in the middle that are on fire, and the curtains as well. Good God, not the artwork! That's that could be millions of dollars worth of things. Uh... Well, Move will actually jump in on that, trying to put it out at that point when the paintings are involved. <laughs> So I think as as Guy tries to also light the paintings, the curtains are already aflame at this point. There is smoke flowing out of the room, and Xavier is still doing his rounds. And he happens upon the smoke. And he goes, Mauve, I surely hope this isn't what you meant by your artistic vision. What, What is going on? Uh, and we end there <laughs> to the panic of Xavier. <laughs> I didn't get to punch anyone. Escaping Carcosa is brought to you by the Ballad of the Seven Dice Network. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching Ballad of the Seven Dice. Supporting our Patreon helps us pay for the show, with hosting, equipment, and additional content for you to enjoy. Our Patreon is pay what you want, and contains behind-the-scenes updates, audio dramas, one-shots, and more. You can also head over to iTunes and Spotify and leave us a five-star review. Every review helps us fight against the horrors of the alley. Until next time, dear traveler, keep an eye out for the yellow sign. <laughs>